the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the best of investing on AM 1220 KDOW, the show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial markets, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money. And hopefully, Ed Diaz will come into the studios pretty soon. He knows we're recording, so that rascal, he'll be here soon, hopefully. Okay. <laughs> Our phone number is 888-912-1190. Use that number to answer the trivia questions for a five-pack tanning certificate given away during this show. And those certificates are not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in in Marin. Today's trivia theme is entertainment. Entertainment, huh? A little different than random trivia. I hope it's modern entertainment. Uh, How far back are these questions? uh, Let's see. Uh, One's pretty far back, the other one's pretty far back, and the other one's not so far back. It's not like Charlie Chaplin (laughs) question or anything like uh, that? Not quite that far back. (laughs) Close, but not right. So, uh, Nam, you work at Pacific Private Money in the Business Development Department. Uh, There's some exciting stuff going on. Yeah, you know, uh, in my role, I spend a lot of time out in the marketplace. I go to a lot of um, events, real estate uh, conventions, as well as uh, mortgage industry conventions or events. And, um, you know, it's it's picked up. Business is really uh, picked up. And maybe that's just because as we wind down the year, people want to get into homes before the end of the year or before the holidays. Is it primarily homes or what about investment properties? You know, um, a lot of what we've been getting lately are um, residential, owner-occupied loan requests. And and you're one of the few companies that actually is licensed to do um, private residence. Yeah, it takes a lot uh, of different licensing, but also also a lot of just expertise, experience in that. We've got the people on our staff. So we're one of the bigger private lenders in terms of staff and, and resources. Uh, so it's it's uh, the consumer owner-occupied loans is something that we can do just because we have the, the people for it. And generally speaking, why would someone who wants to buy a home go to you, private lender, versus a regular bank? Yeah, great question. It's not something they want to do. Oftentimes, <laughs> it's something, it's, it's a solution um, that... Um, Comes, it becomes necessary because they can't get a conventional loan. So it's typically because we are contacted at the 11th hour by a mortgage broker or a realtor because at the last minute their conventional loan is not going to work out. Or, you know, in the case where they have a home on the market to sell and they're also making a purchase, the timing of those two can't happen uh, simultaneously, and conventional banks can't make loans on two properties for a borrower oftentimes. Yeah, a lot. Qualify. Yeah, a lot of times borrowers don't qualify for two mortgages, and also banks are not very good at cross collateralization. Right, right? Yeah. which we do, and uh, other private lenders do as well. But something that uh, we see all the time, we get uh, clients from mortgage brokers to send it to us. And what happens is, and, and this uh, deal of the week we'll talk about later is is a bridge loan. Okay. Um, 
what happens is they we are able to provide a loan to complete the purchase, and then they pay off our loan once they sell their first home. Okay. And uh, right now, the market's still going strong in, in throughout the Bay Area. Uh, inventory is still low. That's what I'm hearing from, you know, our realtors and some of these realtor events we're going to. And uh, markets like the East Bay or Oakland, it's still a hot market uh, with less inventory. Still a strong buyer demand out there, and you're seeing multiple offer situations. And wh- where does Pacific Private Money get its money? We get our money from investors. A lot of um, high net worth accredited investors throughout California, throughout the Bay Area, who are looking for higher returns. And what kind of higher returns are you paying? We're paying between 75 and 8%. Okay, so if you guys are paying seven and a half to eight percent, and you guys don't work for free, that means you got to charge uh, fees yeah. or a higher interest rate or both. Sure, to okay. the borrowers, to it's the borrowers, nine ten percent, okay. along with um, origination points and, and fees, document okay. processing fees. So, like you said, people generally don't. You're not the first line of defense, right? Um, they'd rather go to the bank and borrow at three percent or four percent. Absolutely, and and if they can, they should. You know, we're yeah. we're Plan B, we're Option Two. Uh, and you know we, we there's enough deals that fall out from conventional loans that keeps us really busy. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. It sounds like uh, you know in order to keep you busy, there have to be a lot, there has to be a lot of loans. Um, you know, it's not just a one-off, once in a while type situation. Yeah, it has to be a lot because we uh, also are conservative, so we say okay. no nine out of ten times. So imagine if we're you know a thriving business. Yet we're saying no that much. We really have to have a, a, a large volume. Give of me referrals. an example of, of why you'd actually say no to it. Well, you know, it could be. Uh, you know, again, one of the things we focus on and we try to emphasize is that we come in where there's transactional distress, not necessarily borrower distress. Okay. Um, a, a scenario where we might turn down um, a loan is the borrower is, you know, shows a. A poor history of, of payments. You know, they're, okay. you know, we're not credit driven, but we do look at their credit score. And if they're just going from you know bad scenario to bad scenario because of poor decisions, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, it's somebody who would more more than likely say no to. Okay, or, uh, or maybe somebody who's wanting too high a loan to value. You know, a lot of banks will do that, but right. won't do that. Or we'll get investors who will come in who who to, took a fix and flip class. From, oh, yeah. from one yeah. of those seminars, and they'll sure. say, hey, I just found this house. I'd like 110% financing. And it's like, no, you don't have any experience, yeah. and uh, you don't, you know. You, you, well, you guys don't do 110% on, in that kind of scenario no, anyway. <laughs> no. so. All right. We're going to cut to our first commercial break here. Uh, here's our trivia question. Who did Lionel Richie duet with on the 1981 smash hit Endless Love? All right. So who is his uh, duet partner? Call 888-912-1190. If you're the first caller with the correct answer, you're going to win that free tanning certificate. By the way, I want to make a quick mention here for Driven Raceway in Northern California's premier indoor kart racing and family entertainment facility. If you've never done it, it's a lot of fun. You feel like you're in a real race car. You get to wear um, a helmet and a race suit just like they do in the pros. Uh, they also have a little... Uh, glow-in-the-dark mini golf course and a mini bowling alley that's a lot of fun check them out at drivenraceway.com don't touch that dial the best of investing is going to be right back for more information on this program call 888-912-1190 that's 888-912-1190 or visit bestofinvesting.com now back to the best of investing with your host edward brown Welcome back to the Best of Investing. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with my special co-host, Nam Fan of 
You are special. And I'm fond of oh, Pacific Private Money. And we're still waiting for Ed Diaz of Movement Mortgage, that rascal. Where is he? Ed, Ed, <laughs> we need you. Okay. Are, you. are you listening to the radio? Oh, wait. You won't. You yeah, won't that's right. For, that's right. Yeah, because we, we are pre recorded today. That's why we're not taking any live callers, <laughs> except for the uh, trivia question. It goes into the machine, and then we listen to it, and then oh, announce right. the winners or you know, email the winners. Okay. Uh, here was our first trivia question. Who did look as entertainment is the is the theme? Who did Lionel Richie do a duet with on the nineteen eighty one Smash uh, number one Smash Endless Love? My Endless Love. Oh, you, were you just doing the woman's voice? Or the yeah. woman's voice right <laughs> that was the woman's was voice. It Diana Ross. Yes, it was. Oh, See, nice. I, I do an excellent Diana Ross. <laughs> you did. I? It was because of you. I had no clue before that. <laughs> Yes, that's wonderful. I hear a symphony. I, you know what? When I was four years old, I used to listen to that record all the time. I'd come home from preschool, put that record on. I hear a symphony from Diana Ross, and then and then also listen to uh, Frankie Valley in the Four uh-huh. Seasons. Let's hang on to what we. Anyway, okay. Well, now we get down to business here. So, uh, now I'm fond of Pacific Private Money. You're in the business development department. Uh, you are. We're explaining that Pacific Private Money lends money to uh, in to people who need. Short-term money, yes. uh, who for one reason or another can't get it from the bank. Yes, uh, they're not distressed people, but mm-hmm. the the, the um, properties may be in some kind of situation. That exactly. Need, need them. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so give us an example. Give us a deal of the week. So uh, we recently just closed a loan, and uh, it's actually a year in the making. So we we're fast. Me- Wait, a year in the making? <laughs> yeah. Actually, it's a year in the making, but what happened was a year ago, we were approached by um, a woman who, who wanted to purchase a home to be closer to her family, okay. her, her kids. And she was moving from Tuolumne to Placerville. So she was making offers on properties in in Placerville a year ago. Uh, and there was one in particular that she wanted, but they lost out. So on bidding on, on the uh, property. property. Yeah, um, sure. So okay. she was pre-approved with us. We were ready to go. She was going to put her house on the market at that time, but um, she lost out on that opportunity. She subsequently, over the last several months or over the past year, she made uh, offers on other properties. Okay. Uh, what she learned, though, was that property that she made an offer on uh, came back on the market. Huh. Yeah. So um, it fell out of escrow from the other person. I, I don't know because that would be a long time. Perhaps it fell out of escrow, and the sellers decided to hold on to the property oh, for yeah, and, and then put sure. it back on the market same time a year later. Gotcha. Uh, I okay. think that's what happened. Right. Um, so she recently, when that house came on the market, came back to us okay. and uh, wanted to make an offer uh, on the property. It, I think believe the property was five hundred and yeah. uh, or five seventy five, some, something along those lines, and. She had uh, all 100% equity in her home in Tuolumne. Okay. So we were able to make a uh, a loan at 105% of the purchase price. Wow. Okay. Uh, what was her house worth in Tuolumne? In Tuolumne, I think it was in the 500s, really close to the same amount. And she had a down payment. Um, or no, no, I'm sorry. She didn't have a down payment. She had more equity in the house that she had in Tuolumne. Okay, so so when you did cross-collateralization using both houses as collateral, her loan-to-value for you guys was in the 50% range. Yeah, exactly. It's right hovering right around 50 or a little over 50%. By the way, when you said year in the making, is that like one of the signs of the Zodiac, like the Chinese New Year? Year of the rat, year in the making? (laughs) Year year of the monkey? Yeah, I wonder what a making is. I'll have to look that up. Wow, that's pretty good. Um, Okay, so she... Wow, that's interesting. Okay. So what was the interest rate? 
got charged on that? Interest rate was uh, high nines. High and nines, nines. Okay. And yeah. a couple of points. Yep. Okay. And she was happy to get but wait, wait now, why would she need you rather than go to the bank? Because, um, again, it was a situation where her home wasn't on the market ah, yet. Ah, gotcha. So now she could put her home on the market, and she's got time. It's a bridge loan, which is you know less than a year. And she's going to put her home on the market, um, and once she sells it, she's going to actually pay us off completely. Okay. So she's not going to even need she's not going to even need to refinance. So in this case, there won't be a conventional exit. She's just going to pay us off. Interesting. So even so, the bank necessarily doesn't in that case wouldn't have necessarily looked at. Gee, can she afford the mortgage payment on the new loan? Mm-hmm. They would say, wait, a minute, we're not going to give you a hundred percent or one hundred five percent of that. Whereas you guys could, because of the fact that you had she had the equity in her old home, right? And the banks don't take two lo- two properties as collateral, right? I wonder and, why well, they don't do that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's too much, uh, too much paperwork. Don't yeah. tip them off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, they're looking and listening to the show every week to learn the little nuggets. That's right. Uh, they can infiltrate our business, right? <laughs> well, you um, know, you know what's interesting. Uh, I got to say that you know, in, in talking to bankers and trying to understand what what goes on in their brains. Even if there's deals that are fairly good, if I understand it correctly, the one issue, one of the reasons they they rely so much on a FICO score is that they don't want to be in a situation where they are looking at a loan that is most likely going to be paid late or, you know, even if they know they're not going to end up with the property. Mm -hmm. Because once that happens, they have to tag it as a troubled loan. And if that's the case, then the feds, uh, you know, FDIC and all that, Mm -hmm. make them put up extra reserves, and that's money they cannot lend out. Mm -hmm. So even if they have a loan that, you know, uh, on its face looks pretty good, um, it's it's too risky from from their end. If anything goes wrong, that that loan's going to cost them a lot more because they have to put money aside that they can't lend out. Got it. Yeah, that, that yeah. makes sense. And also, you know, perhaps for us, it, it can be a sizable amount of business as private lenders. Yeah. Um, but for the bank, perhaps it's just not, you know, on their radar in terms of potential yeah, that's volume. True. Yeah, the, yeah, there's, an, there's enough, quote, normal right. situations for them to do. Okay, very good. All right, so we're going to go to our second trivia question here. Um, and again, the theme is entertainment. What movie earned John Wayne his first Academy Award? I'll tell you, Pilgrim. Do I, do I have to do with John Wayne or do you know who John Wayne is? Yeah, I got that. <laughs> and both your, your version of him oh, was okay, spot great. on. <laughs> <laughs> I'll call you John. Call me John. There you mm-hmm. go. Okay, what movie earned John Wayne his first Academy Award? I didn't know he earned more than one, but maybe yeah, at least this was... This is how he got his first Academy Award. Call 888-912-1190 for the first caller with the correct answer. You're going to win that free tanning certificate. And um, by the way, I also want to make a quick mention here. Coming soon, uh, I don't have the commercial yet, but the Transcendence Theater in Luther Burbank, which I guess is fine after the fires, December 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, uh, Broadway Holiday Special. Um, we're going to get into more of that next uh Next inning. (laughs) World Series air. Don't just that out. The best investing will be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown. 
Welcome back to The Best of Investing. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Nam Phan of Pacific Private Money. Second trivia question was, what movie earned John Wayne his first Academy Award? Was it The Searchers? Never heard of that movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, that was with uh, Natalie Wood. Oh. When she was... Young. Yeah, really young. Okay, yeah. now the, this movie was just recently remade. Uh, True it's Grit? True Grit, that's right. Way to go, Pilgrim. <laughs> All right, True Grit, that was the answer. Um, and again, just want to make a quick mention again for the Transcendence Theater. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen their performances. They've done, you know, at the Marin Civic Center, the Jack... Um, Jack London in uh, in Glen, Glen Ellen, which, gosh, I don't know how that property's done. But, uh, you know, again, all the stuff that's going on, the, the right. fires, which we'll get into uh, we're, with an email time for you, is, is leading right up to that. But anyway, um, I've seen these guys perform a couple of times, and they are fantastic. It's at least as good as what you'd see in Broadway. Hmm. Very, wow. very, very, very good performances. Um, it's called the Transcendence Theater. Uh, Luther Burbank at uh, December 1st, 2nd, and 3rd they're going to be doing the Broadway uh, holiday special so they do like Broadway themes and stuff like that okay it's very it's very fun okay so Nam um, uh, emails came in and this one says this guy actually is a uh, shareholder in the fund it says as a fund shareholder I was wondering if there were any properties in the fund that were affected by the fires in the North Bay and two it's kind of a two part question mm-hmm. what happens in the event a property is damaged or burns down as a result of fire? Yeah, no, great question. And we've fielded um, many, many calls. Uh, and we'll talk a little bit about our next uh, fund information session that we'll kind of touch on this a little bit. But uh, essentially, we were lucky. Thankfully, uh, we did not uh, suffer any um, loss from that. We had one um, one loan on a property that was um, just land. So it's a uh, construction job that hasn't started yet and essentially it was just land and it was dirt, um, grass so there was no damage uh, there and none of the other uh, properties that are in the fund uh, were affected so okay it, so other, so as a the first thing is good news um, you know from your guys thankfully, and yeah, yeah thankfully is uh, uh, no loans were uh, no property in the portfolio the loans that you had was in danger Um but two, let's just say something did happen. Yeah, so what would, we're insured. What I mean, you have um, insurance on on those types of things, and it's required. We require it, um, you know, as part of the, you know, part of our requirements for funding a loan. Okay, that the borrower have insurance um, <clears throat> for fires. So if we had, we would have been covered. Okay. Uh, you know, if we had experienced uh, damage or loss. Um, yeah, it's it's you know we're into what the second week or third week now. Of, since the fire started yeah yeah there's still a lot um you know it's, the recovery is going to take a long time and and something that we want to talk about is um you know we have fund information sessions every month um this next one will be by webinar so it's not going to be at a location it's going to be online okay um and so if people are interested in uh listening in or attending go to our website um and it's it's posted there under events and the website podcast. is pacificprivatemoney.com. It's www.pacificprivatemoney.com. And they can attend a or fund information session. Most of the times we just talk about, you know, the structure of the fund, you know, how we generate the returns, um, what's the, you know, what, what are the, the risk requirements, risk, risk, all of those things. And this one in particular, we're going to focus um, on those things, but we're also going to talk about, you know, now that this devastation happened yeah. in, in Sonoma and Napa counties, um, what does that mean for us as private lenders? Um, you know, certainly there's going to be a lot of rebuilding and, and recovery going on. 
and, uh, and there's going to be a lot of construction. I think over 6,000 properties were damaged, homes and yes. businesses. So, you know, we want to talk about that. We want to say, you know, looking forward, how is that going to impact? There's going to be a lot of construction, um, and, you know, we will be there to help. Uh, with the rebuild. You know, the interesting thing um, is unlike the Oakland fire in 1991, which was in the hills, uh, a lot of these properties were on flat ground. Yeah. So from a building standpoint, there should not be, uh, you know, as many hurdles from that end of it. And if I understand correctly, um, the counties are going to fast track or they're, they're going to be very generous in their permitting process. Yeah, I imagine, yeah, I think that's going to be the case. I mean, I don't know if you saw, I haven't been up there yet. I haven't either. I'm scared to go up there. Yeah, we were talking about uh, going up and supporting the businesses, you know, eating at restaurants and things like that up there. But um, probably let a little bit more time pass. But just um, watching some of the videos, like that one that Berkeley Fire Department um, posted on Facebook, where they're driving through that neighborhood, the coffee neighborhood Mm -hmm. or uh, coffee park. And it was just incredible to see just, it was flattened it, it didn't you know didn't look like anything that existed there before yeah they said so. I mean, a lot of people say it looked like a war zone yeah it was crazy so yeah. um you know there's there's it's going to take some time but um you know we're we're um yeah I'm, I'm thinking like from your your guys's standpoint um you know okay so people are going to some people are probably just can take the insurance money and right you know, well of course they have to pay off their mortgage which would be mm-hmm. either you guys or the bank um, and maybe just, you know, go away, uh, you know, go to Oregon or something. Right. Um, some people probably want to rebuild right. uh, in the same neighborhood. And I'm trying to think of how that would, I mean, I, I got to think that there's just going to generate a lot of business for everybody. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be a housing boom just because there has to be, you know, a replenishment. There's already a shortage of housing in the Bay Area. So to compound that with, you know, several thousand structures and several, several thousand people being displaced, families yeah. being displaced. Because it happened yeah. all in one shot. It wasn't like the slow trickle. Right, right. So, yeah. uh, you know, we expect in the next several years, because of the size yeah. of the losses and damage, that there will be construction activity for quite, quite some time. And, you know, there's going to be need for uh, funding. Uh, like we provide. You know, it's interesting because as, as much of a, a capitalist as I would call myself, um, I, I do agree with the uh, gouging laws that basically say, as I understand it, that if uh, if there's been this kind of kind of an emergency disaster type yeah. situation, you're not allowed to uh, raise uh, the the price more than 10%. And that wouldn't be the sale of a house, it would be more right. the renters. Yeah. And, I, and I agree with that because, you know, I mean, who who needs to be that greedy to, to take advantage of people? You know, specifically at that time. Right. Well, and, you know, you hear about um, rents going up um, or gas prices or water being sold at higher costs. That's yeah. just, you know, that's just egregious. I mean, I remember behavior. hearing a story um, with, uh, I'm trying to remember which, if it was the 9-11 situation. I think that's what it was. And at first there, there was a Starbucks and, and the firemen came in and... Uh, the the employee basically was charging them for the water and and, and at first it, it all hit you know Facebook and everything about mm-hmm. or whatever it was back then for social media uh, about how evil Starbucks was but if you think about it I mean here's this employee who she's responsible to 
you know, it's one thing to be able to say, call the owner and say, right. is it okay if I give away water in this bridge? But it's mm-hmm. not up to her to just make decisions on, on behalf of everyone else. You know what I mean? Yeah. But as it turns out, Starbucks ended, ended up um, like saying, hey, listen, you know, we're sorry about the situation. She didn't have the authority, but we would love to give, you know, such and such. So that, yeah. that actually was turned out a little bit better. Okay. Uh, now, this one you'll probably know the answer to uh, because you have a daughter. All right? Mm-hmm. What is the name of the crab who looks after Ariel in Disney's oh, The no. Little Mermaid? <laughs> no, no. I had to ask that, at least one question that has to do with kids. All right, call 888-912-1190. If you're the first caller with the correct answer, you're going to win that tanning certificate. Don't touch that dial. The best of investing is going to be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the best of investing one more time. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Nam Fawn of Pacific Private Money. Third trivia question. I thought Nam was going to get this, but uh, kept them in suspenders here and didn't quite get it. Okay, <laughs> what is the name of the crab who looks after Ariel in Disney's The Little Mermaid? Now, you got to remember, you know, under the sea, under yeah, the sea, under the sea. I know it's, no. I, I Come on, you have to know the answer. <laughs> I don't know it. Sebastian. Sebastian. Sebastian the Crab. Yeah, we were just talking about during the break how long ago that movie about, was. It's got to be 27 years old. Yeah, that's or, a or long time ago. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Pretty amazing. Yeah, I was 30 when I saw it and I cried. Okay. Uh, so, uh Okay, earlier in the show, you were mentioning that Pacific Private Money has a fund, which, mm-hmm. by the way, what's the phone number if people have questions? Yeah, the phone number to reach us is 415-883-2150. Okay. And uh, PacificPrivateMoney.com uh, is the website. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now, you mentioned that the interest rate that you charge the borrowers on, let's say, the personal residences they want to buy is somewhere in the nine and a half plus percent range and a few points. Right. And you uh, you guys don't work for free, so <laughs> although you'd love to. Yeah. Uh, so what, what do you guys charge to do to manage the fund? Yeah, so um, there's a management fee. It's 2% of 2%. assets under management. Okay. But right. there's uh, alignment of interest um, in terms of explain that. the fund manager's alignment with the investors. So there's a preferred return that investors earn, which is 7%. Um, how, how are we able to, or how do they earn 75 to 8 on an average? Uh, is essentially, beyond that 7%, you, know, you take out the, uh, asset, the management fee. Okay. Uh, the fund shareholders, the investors, as well as the management, share in the difference that's spread otherwise, and in the origination fees that are charged and in the documented processing fees. So now that that is kind of different because there are a lot of funds out there where the fund manager keeps the points. Right. Some but you funds guys split it. Yeah. Some funds just say, listen, you're gonna get a fixed X percent. Let's just say six percent or seven percent, regardless of how the fund does. Okay. You know, so if the fund's earning a higher return, the investors only get six or seven percent. And some investors are fine with that. Um in our case, we split and share in what's called EDC or profit at six excess okay. distributable cash. Okay. So when we earn more, the fund investors or shareholders earn more okay. beyond the preferred return, and that's where that um, alignment of interest is. Yeah. Now, before the show, we were talking about how 
the Pacific Private Money Fund is actually going to in the in future in the future be able to probably provide a little higher return to the investors. Something about this new portal you, you guys came out yeah, with. Yeah, so we'll be launching very shortly. Um, actually, it's it's live now, but uh, if you go to www.privatemoneyloans.com, um, you'll see that that's the platform where we will be selling some of our loans from out of not just loans that are in the fund, but loans that, you know, because the fund only loans on about 40% of the total loans that we fund as a company. The other 60% are... Um, are lent on through individual trustee investors. So we're going to be selling our lo- some of our loans on privatemoneyloans.com, okay. and uh, we're going to keep a little bit of a spread. Um, right now, we only have a few properties on there, a few loans on there. So okay. um, give us time. It's really in beta if, you know, at beta. the moment. But in beta. So it's, it, we're just launching it. Uh, we're going to work at the kinks. Uh, investors can log in. They have to create an account. And they have to be approved. But once they are, they can start um, seeing loans that we're selling. And uh, we're going to sell it at a, at a slight spread. We're keeping that spread. And if that loan was a one that was in the fund that we're selling, that spread goes back to the fund. And okay. we'll... So I'm actually on the yield. website right now. Mm-hmm. I see private, a very nice website, by the way, privatemoneyloans.com. Uh, here's one says 290,000 first trustee at 7% single family residence at less than 55% loan to value seasoned loan meaning that it you, it's not a brand new loan it's Correct. it's got a payment history it's a performing loan performing loan 14 months worth of payment history mm-hmm. fully renovated downtown napa rental which again i'm assuming didn't get hit by the fire correct uh and let's see here the investment uh, okay, the term is 10 months. That means, I guess, what? It's got 10 more months to go? Right. Oh, it was, it was a two-year loan. Mm-hmm. 14 months plus 10 is 24 months. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and so it's it's only 290000 So, yeah, I could see where a it, it's the, the property's got to be worth five, six, $600,000. Right, right. If okay. it's a, what was it, 55% loan to value? Yeah, it says a little less than 55%, mm-hmm. so it's probably a $600,000 um, dollar, dollar property, which, I mean, still sounds pretty cheap nowadays. And, wow, that's a pretty good uh, yield, yeah. 7%. So people may be asking, you know, why are you selling loans out of your fund, or why are you yeah. selling loans? Okay. And uh, part of it's to create liquidity. Uh, we'd like to reuse, you know, use the proceeds to make other loans, which you earn points. Which yeah, you which share you earn with the points. fund exactly. And then if you keep a spread for the fund, in theory, the the more you turn over, I mean, you could start boosting that yield to the fund pretty pretty fast. Yeah, and there are investors, whether they're fund investors or some of our node investors, who who would like an opportunity to invest in individual trust deeds. Gotcha. Uh, in addition to investing in the fund, we have is, both. is that a requirement? No. no. <laughs> hey, good idea. Good idea. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how often do you pay interest? How often do we pay uh, on the fund? We pay monthly. Monthly. Okay. Yeah. And uh, is there a potential to reinvest? Absolutely. So you have two two choices. You can reinvest uh, the earnings, or you can take monthly distributions. And you can actually switch between the two. Um, we request no more than twice a year, but it can Fair be enough. done. So you're you're you can uh, you know, decide, hey, I'd like to take monthly distributions, and then later on you say, you know what, I'd like to reinv- reinvest my earnings. So, And if an investor wants to get his money out? Then they put in a redemption request, okay. which is a call or email to us. Now, there is a um, for first-time investors, there's a 
or for all investors, there's a uh, 12-month lockup. Okay. And that clock uh, starts ticking with your first investment with us. But as you um, add to your investment, your the clock doesn't reset on new investments. Okay, It so goes back to the original. original investment date. So if you, for instance, invested with us on January 1st and you were going to add this coming month, next month, November, you'd have just essentially a two-month lockup on your new investment. Gotcha. No, and you, because you will have been invested with us for 10 months. Okay. Now, here's a, here's a question. What commission do I have to pay to get into the fund, and what load or commission do I have to pay to get out? Zero and zero. So there's no load. That's pretty good. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So it's very clean. You know, by design, I know Mark put a lot of thought in, into it, as well as you, um, in designing the fund. And it's a very... Uh, if you ever wanted to have somebody review our private placement memorandum, yeah. subscription documents, um, you being our listeners, yeah. um, they will, whoever reviews it will say, this is a really straightforward yeah. fund offering. Yeah, it's very, and you're very transparent, too, so that investors can actually see uh, what loans, right. if, they're, if they're investing in the fund, they can actually see which what loans are in the fund. Yeah, and something I mentioned earlier, you know, 40% of the loans we do are in the fund. The other 60% are through individual trustee investors. Yeah. We tend to cherry pick the best loans that come through uh, for the fund. Okay. Now, it doesn't mean the ones that we're putting out to trustee investors are lousy. Are, are yeah. lousy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they could just be larger than what we want in the fund, gotcha. or we just don't have the funds in the fund to, to make a, a loan. And you do more than just first mortgages. You'll do seconds also, mm-hmm. won't you? We'll do okay. seconds. And uh, right now, uh, you know, I was mentioning at the beginning that we're busier than ever. So we are actively raising capital. All right. So audience, if you uh, are out there, and <laughs> hopefully you're out there, and uh, you like what you hear and want to earn what looks like a preferred return of 7% plus potentially more, uh, you can call you. Do they call you, No. Yes. Okay. Call me, uh, 415-883-2150. All right. Uh, Don't touch that dial. The best of investing is going to be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the best of investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Nam Fawn of Pacific Private Money. Uh, Didn't we already asked our trivia questions. So, uh, Nam, I know that uh, in addition to the webinar, you you guys have done live presentations at your office in Novato, and yep. you usually get around ten to fifteen people, right? Um, and you usually do it like right after work, and mm-hmm. with traffic and everything, that's got to be really hard for a lot of people to visit you. So, yeah. have you gone to other places? Yeah. So, um, you know, it's funny because we we've held probably ten or twelve in Novato okay. in the year and a half we've been there. And sometimes people won't even drive from San Rafael, <laughs> which is really sad. Because I'm wondering, you know, I, I'm, I'm earning 1%. I've got 200000 you know, that I'm earning 1% on. You know, maybe I should just drive to Novato and see what's going on, and, and I can get earned seven, eight times more. But, you know, it's 20 minutes to get there. I'm not going to make that drive. <laughs> that just drives me crazy. But um, so to accommodate, no, we've had uh, the webinars. So okay. we have people out of state, uh, all the way from Florida, we have investors really? call in. Okay. Um, participate. We had an event in Mountain View in September, which was very successful. So we're looking to do uh, and get on the road more. Um, So actually, it's a question I would pose to uh, our listeners. If we were to hold an event, uh, where would you like us to to hold it? Uh, Our idea, our thoughts for one of the next ones would be um, 
Walnut Creek or perhaps San Ramon, somewhere along the 680. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, definitely open to other ideas, maybe San Francisco. Okay. We have some investors there. And uh, I've been to your events, and they, you always have, like, good food and drink. Yeah, yeah. So, they're, you know, we're, we're always hosting. We provide, uh, you know, because it's right around dinner time for a lot of people, uh, yep. appetizers and, you know, and drinks and things like that. Um, but uh, I know with the holidays coming up, it's going to be a little bit more problematic. So, that's why we did a webinar for this next one. Smart. Not sure yet what we're going to do for... Um, December? The end of the year, if we're going to do one. Um, but maybe at the very least, we do a webinar. Uh, and then in January, we have our fun uh, dinner for our investors. Oh, yes, that's right. Um, the big gala. Yeah, the big gala at Spinnaker on January 25th. So that's, we're excited to have everyone out. This is going to be the same. That was what it was last year. Uh-huh. Spinnaker I, on January 25th. I believe it? it was, yeah. You're going to have yeah. the same place? Same place. Same. Food was excellent. Yeah, food was great. So we're very excited to... To really um, celebrate, you know, the the faith that our investors have yeah. uh, in us. Another and, successful year. Yeah, another successful year. I and, mean, you've and, never not paid distributions. Yeah, we've. It's been very, very consistent. Okay, here's a question that we've got to ask you: How many loans do you have in the portfolio? We have a, I believe, eighty-seven, eighty-eight. Okay, but but September. you've gone through a few cycles. Oh yeah, so, okay. yeah. We've had uh, total over one hundred and sixty loans that we've put into put the in, fund. Okay. Um, How many loans have gone bad? None. Well, no, we've had a few that we've um, you know filed notice of default on okay. or. You know, there are a few that are beyond maturity. We tend to work with the borrowers, and, and it works out. We've had to file a notice a couple of times, and we foreclosed on two, one of which I believe just sold out of profit. So there was a, I think there was going to be a boost in the, in the yield. Okay, so you haven't, you haven't lost any money for the investors. That's, that's the key. No, and, and this goes back to um, not having lost any uh, principal for investors in the 1,200-plus loans that we've done since 2008, so not that's just for the, the fund. But yeah, I got you, for the individual people who do right. investments. So that, that kind of says uh, how good your underwriting is. Yeah. So, again, we say no nine yeah. out of ten times. We've funded 1,200, almost 1,300 loans, over $400 million, and we've had zero losses. So um, notice of defaults or foreclosures, those happen all the time. Well, I think the interesting thing, too, is that you, you – you funded during 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 when the market was decreasing. Right. So uh, that it's not like, you know, hey, when the stock market goes up, everyone's everyone's smart. I mean, right. you were doing it at a time when things were getting a little bit rough also. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We Got were you. making uh, loans. All right. Well give out your information one more time. Sure. Uh, call us, 415-883-2150. Website is www.pacificprivatemoney.com. And our next fund event is November 1st by webinar. And call us if you want to RSVP or go to our website. Very good. Thank you so much. Nam Fon from Pacific Private Money. Another great way to earn over 7.5% secured by Bay Area real estate mortgages. Okay, thoughts for the day. Be kind for everyone you meet is fighting a battle you know nothing about. And the best way to predict the future is to create it. Tune in next week to The Best of Investing. We're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown, wishing you the best of investing. So long. You've been listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for the best of investing on the Bay Area's business leader.
AM 1220 KDLW. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which we... Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.